Welcome, welcome, oh. welcome. <laughs> hey. Hey. This is uh, <laughs> my first time being upright today. Yeah. Apparently, Sunday. you had a roughing. <laughs> you could say that um, from what I remember anyway. Yeah. It was kind of like one of those things where you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Enter last drink. You are no longer fine. Mm. And the fine <laughs> disappears immediately. And you go, I don't know what happened last night. And uh, here we are. So You know, the most confusing thing about me. Well, it's top five, at least. It's that if I'm not drunk, I will tell you I'm not drunk at all. And I have a really high tolerance. But if I am drunk, I will tell you I'm not drunk at all. I'm absolutely fine. I will say it so frequently that actually the more frequently I say it, the Drummer. less likely it's true. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm so fine, I could fly a plane right now. I'm fine. I'm probably drunk. But <laughs> usually when I say it, it's true. I will say that I did not have to pay for any drinks. So... So it wasn't all bad. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I hope everyone else's Halloweens were um, more functional than mine. Do you want to know what I did for Halloween? You stayed home. I absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's but I didn't. I but I didn't put candy out for kids because I'm broke and I have no money to feed neighborhood kids with Mars bars. So I will tell you, I was desperate for food today because mostly why I was so drunk was that all I had yesterday was like leftover chips and guac from the food that I'd gotten the day before. And I was like, I can't believe I got drunk so fast. What could be happening to me? It's what could have happened? Um, <laughs> but I was like desperate today and I don't have anything to cook right now because I didn't want to grocery shop because I'm leaving for 10 days on Thursday. Yes, she is. On Thursday. It's so crazy. I feel like <laughs> it's one of those things where like you plan it and you plan it and it's so far away. You don't really think about it. And then all of a sudden it's there and you're like, I have no money, but I'm still going to go. <laughs> Literally the theme song of my life. I'm broke, but I'm still going anyway. <laughs> I did. I put in for a work. I got the payment release notification on Friday, which means that by like Wednesday, I'll have another 750 to add to my, um, it's mostly for rent, but I will tell you some yeah. of it will, it will go towards the trip. Some of it. So Hannah and I are going to be living frugal on this trip. So we're going to show you what, um, a, a trip on a budget looks like because we got it's it. It's called one croissant a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called, I really hope you guys like free water. <laughs> and, we'll and I don't, I like sparkling. Thanks. So <laughs> I, I prefer, don't. I prefer a spicy water. So thank you. I like my water like I like myself. Spicy as hell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so I can't I know that we're not we're we're not talking about dating because Emma has started a tour. It's called the I Hate Men Tour. Um there'll be dates posted soon. It's definitely coming to a city near you, so just keep your eyes out. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> mm -hmm. apart from the super cool tour buses, there is a reality TV situation that I would like to talk about. Okay. Because I feel like it has happened to everyone okay. and it hasn't happened to me personally, but like if I set the stage as like you're at university, this is what's going on around you. Like it's happened to someone, you know, it's happened to everyone. Okay. So okay. there's this guy, let's call him Austin. 
Okay. Austin has been in a very on and an off again relationship with his ex. Okay. And he's in one of those relationships where like they always say like, oh, we're not together, but they're still talking like that kind of like overly connected, unhealthy, toxic, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lovely. Yeah. On again, off again. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he has been friends with this girl. Let's call her Lindsay. And he's been friends with her for three years now. Two of those years he was with his ex, you know, on again, off again, on again, mm -hmm. off again. Um, and basically he like FaceTimes her every day. He, he, he and she have like talked about their different relationships and like coached each other through them. And he came to New Year's in New York last year and spent the evening with her. And basically they have like hours long phone calls, like talk all the time, say, I love you, blah, blah, blah. They're friends. <laughs> so they go to a vacation house or they go to like a house to stay with a big group of friends. Austin meets a girl that he finds really attractive called Sierra. Now, Sierra and Austin have never met before. So this is like them just getting to know each other, like flirty back and forth, you know, oh, new girl, like yeah. peppering, seeing what's going to come of it. They kiss on the first night. And so Sierra naturally is like, okay, so we're going to maybe have like a holiday romance. We're going to like see where this goes. You're interested in me. I'm interested in you. Cool. Like, let's have fun. And the next day, Lindsay arrives mm -hmm. to the house. Guess which show this is? Yes, it's my favorite show of all time, Winter House. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> Lindsay gets to the house, gets absolutely hammered, absolutely hammered drunk. A girl. Because 14 minutes in, you know, she's like, hey, everyone, I'm here. Party's here. She has everyone do a shot. Austin takes her outside and he's like, hey, so let me catch you up on what you've missed. <laughs> and that's what you missed last week on Glee. So he he's like, yeah, so blah, 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 made out with the Sierra. And Lindsay's like, you what? Deadpan staring at him because they're both single now. And she's like, okay. And she's like, is it going to happen again? Or was it like a one-time thing? And he's like, oh, I definitely want to make out with her again. So Lindsay gets drunk <laughs> and after Lindsay's done getting drunk, she like calls him, you know, the whole claw comes out and she's like, come over here. <laughs> and so Lindsay calls Austin over mm -hmm. and Lindsay proceeds to tell him that she is in love with him. Oh, Lindsay. She is in love with him and she just wants him to know now it's up to you she says it, it's up to you you know i can't decide what happens it's up to you i just you just had to know and so austin is reeling goes to bed basically before not before he stops by and says good night to sierra and and has a little nice little cheeky flirt wakes up the next day and kind of is like i don't know what happened i don't know if she just said it i don't know if she said it because she was drunk talks to her about it and essentially Lindsay's like no I said I said what I said um no I just wanted you to know like we've never been single at the same time I'm letting you know you can make whatever choice you want but this is this is how I feel and 
Austin was basically like, Lindsay, I love you like a sister. Ah! And then like all of this after it came out on the show that they had hooked up on the New Year's that he'd come to visit her. Because let me just give you a little PSA. If anyone's driving more than like 30 minutes and they're not like attracted to the opposite gender or like if there is any possibility that they're attracted to you and they're driving more than half an hour to come visit you just because they want to have sex with you. Mm -hmm. Maybe not today. Maybe not this weekend. They want to have sex with you. So (laughs) that's why it's so weird to me when people are like, oh, like maybe next time if you come to Ohio or oh, maybe next time if you're in Georgia, it's like, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) Like, no, (laughs) big waving red flag. No. So anyway, so basically now we get to figure out what happens, but what are your thoughts? I mean, I think most of us who have had pretty active dating lives have faced unrequited love at least once. I'm probably at like number five personally. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I do go tub thumping. That's true. Um, she drinks a whiskey drink. She drinks a vodka drink. <laughs> I did. I really did. It was a terrible idea. Um, don't remember much, but I... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I too have said dumb things when I'm drunk that I probably, I personally wouldn't say sober, but Lindsay, your girl, Lindsay, I feel you. She, she doubled down. She said, oh, I didn't just say it then. I'll tell you again right now. (laughs) I will repeat myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I, I feel her pain. I've never gone quite that far to tell someone that I love them if we're not like already in a relationship, but I've also not ever been in love with any of my friends. Yeah, I don't, I don't really do. I mean, now obviously, cause I'm married, you know, blah, we get it, but you're in a committed healthy relationship. Like no one cares, but even, even in my singleness, like, the guy friends that I had, I was very, very big, tall walls, clear. We are for ends. Mm-hmm. We are, there is no, like, I'm not going to turn around and realize I've loved you this whole time. Like, we are just friends. Clapping included in the conversation. So, <laughs> it's for free. So, you're <laughs> welcome for that. <laughs> Some bonus, read the T's and C's. So, <laughs> But what I'm saying is, like, I think people who allow that boundary to just kind of, like, fade into the background of, like, are we friends? Are we more? What does that all mean? I think you're asking for trouble because one of you is going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Like, realistically, you're probably both just statistically not going to go, I want to be, boop, and you both come up with the same conclusion. Like one of you might want to date, the other one might want to not date, but like realistically, you're not going to automatically be on the same page, mm-hmm. especially over time, especially if you sleep together. Mm-hmm. Not saying, just saying. But the point is like <laughs> in a different world, I, this this could be me. 
this could be me. I was watching it and I was like, I know exactly what's going through your brain. You're waiting for like Taylor Swift love story to come on in the background and you're waiting for it to just work out and him to be like, I didn't realize it until you told me drunkenly in the basement of this Airbnb, but I love you too. And then like the music cues and then they kiss and he picks her up and spins her and then like slow fade. Like, and it doesn't happen like that. And you and know, it doesn't happen like that. Shame on him as well, because like, oh yeah, we, we do not, not. He's nobody's good guy in this scenario. <laughs> we do not arrive at these conclusions by ourselves. We did not validate our own parking. That's all I'm saying. We that's all that I'm saying. ticket was stamped by a second. That ticket was stamped. <laughs> okay, I didn't just say this is validated, and they were like, "There's nothing on there." Okay. And then no, I had ma'am. to pay full rate. That's not what happened. So I'm just saying for anyone listening and for all parties involved, it takes two to tango, baby. It does. And this is like, we've said this a hundred trillion times, but I'll say it again for the people in the back. No woman is just crazy. There's always something. There's always a thing behind the crazy. Like maybe it was five guys ago. Maybe it was 10 guys ago. Maybe it was one guy. And then she never talked to another guy for the next 20 years because it was that bad. But there's always something. Sorry if you can hear gentle squeaking. My dogs are being absolutely rude. Get yourselves together. And they proceeded to not get themselves together. (laughs) Absolute anarchy. And it's unbelievable. I'm just saying that I got an email from Delta Airlines asking me to get my vaccine card uploaded and to schedule my test, which I will get probably on Tuesday at the local lab Q van because I think I need it three days in advance or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I leave on Thursday. So really, I'm just ahead of the curve. But um yeah, and then on the 5th, the UK is meant to lift their travel restrictions, so maybe... Yeah, you're going off the red list, so congratulations, America. You're a little less dirty. I wonder what could I have brought that on. Um, anyway. Actually, someone was asking me about Insurrection Day. My in-laws and I were having a political conversation. Um, my yes. brother and sister-in-law were over at my in-laws, my parents-in-law, for dinner. And we were all having a conversation. My husband was scrolling Instagram because he couldn't care less. So we were all having a conversation and they were like, what do you think about January 6th? And uh, Luke was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, Insurrection Day. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Apparently, there is a new documentary out Hmm. that is like a wild watch because I didn't know this, but apparently there were several policemen who like, killed themselves afterwards mm-hmm. which is horrifying i mean i didn't yeah, know I mean, that they tortured police officers yeah anyone who was stopping them from getting the building their back the blue went completely out the window with that they like tased people and they like borderline they almost like killed somebody and then some random person like stepped in and was like let them go just go over here and do this other thing but it like i i want to watch the documentary but I'm also like terrified. There's another one on Netflix that Luke really wants me to watch. It's about 9-11 mm. and I'm scared to watch it because 
like if you have blinders on about what America's like, I think it's a good thing for you to watch because it it makes you question your status quo and it makes you like, oh, maybe there is another point of view to this that I am not seeing. But if you know about the dark side of the states, then like mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like nightmare material. <laughs> like Yeah, um yeah. If you do decide there's a good documentary called The Woman who wasn't there and it's about 9-11 but it's not it's not like a oh no she like claimed to be part of it and then it was a whole hoax wasn't it yeah, yeah it was really fascinating <sighs> really good watch i think i watched it like twice over like over time but yeah really good and just crazy that that kind of narcissistic behavior exists that you would insert yourself into such a tragedy for so many people and be like yeah my husband was killed in the other building and here's a whole sob story and the red bandana guy rescued me and she she took like every popular trope of what people experience there and she applied it to herself that's madness crazy so anyway um so anyway in completely unrelated news we're going to talk about something that we have not mentioned except for like just a sprinkle (laughs) up until now but who would we be at the Transcontinental Tea, which is the podcast you're listening to, if we started on topic? Because that is not what you pay us for, it's which is why we're underpaid. I'll tell, I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my experience this weekend inspired me because I was out at a club and I'm looking around and I'm like, in this club. Why? <laughs> I, I'm still in this club. Why am I still in this club? Why am I still in the club? <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm going to, I'll give you like a little brief recount. So <laughs> this, this, the event starts at 10, right? It starts mm-hmm. at 10. And if you had bought your ticket earlier in the week, it was like $20. And then a couple of days beforehand, it was $30 and so on and so forth until day of. We call it capitalism. Yes. And day of the cheapest general admission ticket was $200. So if you waited till the day of to buy your ticket, you drop 200 bucks to go into this club and then pay like an absolute knob. You can also buy a table, which would have a deposit like a hundred dollars down. And then you wouldn't have to be like, she called it a timeshare. It would be you. And I think the lowest you could have was like 10 people to have a table. And so you would have to meet, at least $1,500 spent at that table. So, and there was like, it, and then it had like bottle services listed. It had like unlimited champagne. The unlimited champagne was 750. The cheapest bottle service was 400. Like it was a whole thing. So, um, and that's clubbing in New York city. If anyone is curious. So that's what it's like. So we go and it's not that it's not fun, you know, it's just, go ahead. We should, probably oh right okay sorry um, okay so this is uh this is the transcontinental listen i have i got a lot on my mind i got a lot on the brain um you're introing things is not high on the list sometimes so you know um, and and so go with life so uh so this is the transcontinental tea and i am emma i am hannah and if you haven't figured it out we're going to talk about clubbing not the, club. not the not the cruelty done to seals but (laughs) (laughs) we're not talking about the tragedy (laughs) that befalls seals everywhere (laughs) we're talking about the tragedy that befalls adults so anyway Uh you were saying you're clubbing in new york exorbitant fees right there you were okay 
So we get there. We get there, and it's already got a line, right? And it's um, and they're they're like staggering so that it's not a humongous cluster mess all at once, right? I get it. Like three floors, they're they're doing what they can. We get there, and it started at ten. We didn't get inside until almost eleven thirty. Um, luckily, my group and I, we had been like there was a few of us in the same group that had gotten there at 10, they were the ones waiting the longest. The rest of us had been like another place where we met up so that we could go over there with each other. And so I only waited probably about 45 minutes in that line. So what they did was they have this huge list, right? And they're coming around and they're checking your ticket and then they're double checking your name on the list and then you get a stamp on your wrist. So then eventually you get up to the main bouncer guy and he checks your vaccine card, he checks your ID, and then you get admitted into the place. And there's three levels. You got your like main bar level. Um, the downstairs portion is like their real like dance level. And then the upper is kind of like a mix between the two. So we get there, it's loud, it's Halloween. So there's all, all manner of character. Um, there was a couple having sex in the back as soon as we got in there which was interesting. And at first I was like, no. And I was like, she is Bobby. I'm sorry. I'm just putting my eyeballs back in my head. <laughs> um, we look, so it's like, we're at the corner of the upstairs bar and there's like some tables to your right towards the back. We're like right after the bathrooms and we're looking and we see this couple making out and she's like sitting on his lap. So we're like, okay, whatever. But then she starts to bob up and down. And I don't know about you guys when you've engaged in any sort of sexual activity. That's a pretty clear sign um was it crevice because they're everywhere right now <laughs> i mean potentially you know but um, courtney was that you i'm just living life <laughs> i want to go to a rave travis write a drum song about me okay anyway write a drum song <laughs> perfect <laughs> i call it courtney. the drum song <laughs> i call it tk Max. Those, I swear, I just like those couples, they're like on a different plane. I don't know what's going on with them, but Hollywood does something to people. Um, something in the water. So, anyway, uh, it's not that I'm not having fun, it's just that I feel my age so distinctly when mm-hmm, I'm in a club, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not even the oldest of the group, but I will say that men, I think enjoy these activities longer yeah so i was not there very long um no here's the thing i like a night out infrequently because this is the thing that nobody wants to tell you okay and we talked about this a little bit with adulting last week you know yes there is the the actual fact of when you're older you just pay attention to the time more you have less energy you are aware of the consequences of drinking that next shot so you're just not as like oh my gosh whatever let's just see what happens and you're more like that is that is my sixth drink that is a poor choice no and here's the thing this is the thing people know want to talk about but it's true everybody thinks it's super sexy to be going out all the time and maybe it is but you basically have the same night over and over like the only thing that changes if anything is like the external people because usually you're going out with the same people you're going to very similar places 
you have the same night over and over, you know, you have different people there potentially, but you basically have the same night. And once you take away the thrill of like, oh, maybe I'll meet someone super exciting. Like it's mostly just about flirting with people that you don't know. And so if you take that out of it, it's really not exciting. Like it isn't. And Mm -hmm. whether that's you being in a relationship or whether that's you just actively not pursuing people and just not being open to that. I just think like people don't always talk about it, but the reality of clubbing or going out, out when you're a later adult, it's just, it, the, the veil is pulled back. It's, it's not sexy. It's not mysterious. It's not that exciting. It's basically the same night with slightly different faces attached to it over and over and over. So like every once in a while, it's fun to go out, but it's usually fun to go out with your friends Mm -hmm. about your friends having a good time with your friends not like we're gonna go to this hot club and we're gonna like absolutely meet people and like maybe we'll talk to them it's just it it completely goes away once you realize post mid-20s that the allure is just that you don't know what's gonna happen because you do know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, when you're 22, you're full of hope. You're like, maybe I'll meet my soulmate. You have dreams. We'll, we'll make eye contact and he'll look at me and I'll look at him because there's eye contact. So we're looking at each other. And <laughs> that's how eye contact works. <laughs> and I have a drink in my hand and he has a drink in the opposite hand. And so we join our free hands together and then we are e. married. Oh no. <laughs> you know, like you, you, before you go out, you have all these like ideas in your head of what the night is going to be like. And then yeah. you get to our age, which is 28, just in case you weren't aware. And you realize that, and then you know, the same night is going to happen as all of the other nights, all of them. And there's no magic. There's, there's none. You're going to go out single or not thinking I'm going to look attractive, but not like too attractive, but like really attractive. And then you go out and you get unwanted attention from a guy and you're like, Oh, I really didn't want that attention. And then in part of your brain, you're like, Oh, I really wish that this type of person would have hit on me instead. Like every time that I've gotten hit on at a club, I've like basically been like share about high school boys, like, ugh, as if, and it's, it's usually because it's like a weird, I don't know what to call it. It's like a gyrational mating dance where a guy will like dance up to you and like try to dance on you instead of speaking to you. And it's the most disgusting thing. Do you remember when, when we were 18, and we would go to San Francisco because yeah. it had that 18 and up club. And we <laughs> would go. We yeah. And that was what we did. We had, a, everyone has a clubbing phase and that was ours. Yeah. You know, and we went and we were stone cold sober. So you knew we were crazy. Yep. And, <laughs> and we would laugh at the guys that we watched circulate around the dance floor. They'd be like, it's this literally one, like this sharks one? checking nope. a coral reef. Okay. And then they move on to the next. And we would just, like, watch them make their way around and point and laugh so to discourage them from approaching us. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's just that here's a sketch of what a night out looks like for, okay. for me. Like, my the night out that repeats itself. I get ready. 
I'm not really sure what I'm going to wear because I'm at the point now where I'm not trying to show like 90% of my body all the time, which is basically what your early 20s are. You're like, how can I get away with being as naked as possible, but like wear clothes? And so spend maybe 30 minutes ming and awing over what to wear, spend about two hours getting ready, get to whatever place late because I took too long getting ready and then have pre-drinks at like seven or eight. And then you go out, out, you wait in a queue for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Some dude checks your ID, even though you're obviously 800. Do you see these lines? (laughs) Um, There's no Botox here, buddy. (laughs) You're like, what are we doing here? Okay, you don't need to check this. You know that I'm over 18. So, because here it's 18. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And you go into the club. There's loud music playing. The floors are slightly sticky. You get your first drink downstairs because you're thinking, oh, we'll get a quick drink here and then we'll go upstairs. You go upstairs and there's fog and there's a ton of people and it stinks and it's sweaty and it's muggy. Even in the winter, it's like muggy because of all the people breathing and sweating on each other. And then at some point a song comes on. And so you gather your friends, you know, you rally the troops and you're like on light brigade. And so you're like, yeah, let's go dance with our song. (laughs) Ah." So then (laughs) you finish dancing to that one song. You're sweating through the outfit that it took you too long to pick out. You go sit down at a table that you don't really want to sit down at because the outfit wasn't for sitting, it was for standing. And then you spend another two hours going on and off the dance floor, like oscillating between like, I'm so hot I could die. And like, oh, maybe I want another drink. I'm so hot I could die. Oh, maybe I want another drink. And then at the end of that two or three hour gap, it's about midnight. And you're like, dear God, get me a pumpkin. Get me anything to get me out of here. Like carriage, carriage. And and then you go home and you go to sleep and you wake up at 11 the next day. And you're like, why did I spend 60 pounds on this night out? for what my guy for what and scene yeah i mean I'm, yeah i go home and i'm like oh my god i, I just i don't have to spend that much money and i'm still gonna regret it i'm like i can't believe i dropped like 20 bucks tonight doing something i didn't really want to do in the first place like the only consolation was that i looked really good in my outfit and I felt you great did. about it. I was like, Haha! and I'm just saying proof that you can wear a full body outfit and still look hot. And in fairness, you didn't do the thing, the early 20s thing of like, make whatever character or oh, sexy or whatever. Yeah, like sexy Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he wears a crop top, so you're halfway there. <laughs> and no pants. <laughs> oh, hot already. <laughs> that Pooh Bear, let me tell you. <laughs> what a steamy guy. Sexy caterpillar. I'm going to call you honey. <laughs> yeah, like a uh, sexy Windex bottle. There's just like... <laughs> there was... Okay, I will say... There, there was a lot of fairies because one of the Kardashians was a fairy this year or something. Oh, okay. And so tons of fairies and butterflies. But they didn't, they weren't at the club, but I saw someone post a video of them like at a house party and they were a CVS receipt. <laughs> so they, they took like those rolls of construction paper that you can buy, yeah. right? And they like cut it 
at the top, cut a circle for their head, and then just like drew on it, like with like like a receipt and like the whole thing, and they just rolled it out. It was so funny, and I was like, "That's a creative Halloween costume." I like the I like the creative ones, but the like, I'm bunny. I'm a snow leopard. I'm like, pick an animal, pin a tail on your butt, Mm, wear fishnets. Girls just wear lingerie and some form of animal ears. Yeah, um, and which I almost know. Now you know, but I know, I know you did. I know because I was like, I was sitting. I was so on Thursday. It was what day was it? Wednesday, I think. My coworker was like, "Hey, come out with us on Saturday." I was like, "Why do y'all always wait to the last minute to invite me to things?" But okay, um, so I had to find a Halloween costume, like stat, and that's a whole different story that I don't have time to tell because I have to go write an essay. But I was like looking online and i was like i could just buy some fishnets and a pink corset leotard and pin a bunny tail and be just be a reese witherspoon bunny but as we all know you're not hardcore no you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore hannah's on a song (laughs) roll tonight um I, so what happens when I get tired? I just break out into song. It's really awkward because <laughs> in like professional settings, you can't do that. No. So in the morning, if someone makes a reference and I have like a song in my head, I just have to quietly like bebop to myself. Like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just early. Yeah. Um, just business. Business, business, business. <laughs> um, business, business. <laughs> um, but then I was started, I thought about making my own because I have like a long dress that has a slit. And I was like, oh, maybe I could just go as Mrs. Smith. But that's kind of a duo costume. So then I was like, what's left? So I ended up just looking up like bodysuits and there was a Maverick one. And I was like, oh, look, like I can still look hot and also not freeze. So best of both worlds. And Great success. Then, and then I was the only Maverick in that club, but there were a lot of fairies is all I'm going to say. Mm. And angels. Angels was like a really popular costume this year. Mm. I mean, that's every year. Angel, devil, it's just easy to do. So It's like the bunny. It's just going to be there. Yeah. So so anyway, um, final thoughts. I think clubbing beyond the age of 25 is just inane and a waste of time. And you spend money just to it's absolutely just a clout chasing scheme so Mm. and uh, i don't need any clout because i like myself the way i am so yeah that being said grooving to some 80s beats on like a back room of a club dance floor great fun it was a lot of fun I, lots of fun you know and like if i go out with all of my girlfriends and we're just there totally different great time if you're going and you're like, let's meet dudes, like you're trying to, you know, go out, out and like see what happens, and like say we're not a show, um, probably not gonna be a good one. Not great. You have, you not? have to have no expectations when you go out to clubs. You know, you just have to remove the bar from the equation, and then the bar. it's the bar, great. It's disappeared. It's gone. So we anyway. dissolved it in acid. It's fine. <laughs> I guess that's really it. Um, well, we our next episode will be a very special abroad sode for me. Um, well, for both of us, technically, a little not quite as abroad for for Hannah, but more abroad still abroad abroad. It's 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 adjacent for her and abroad for me. So very true. So exciting. Okay, well, we will tell you guys where we are and where we're going on that episode that we record next week. 
and I'm super excited. I'm just trying to survive the four days until I leave. So yay! Oh, I can't wait. I okay, it. team, we love you and we mean it. Kisses, kisses. Mwah, 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 darling. <laughs> mwah. <laughs> I am Hannah, and I am Emma. Oh, now oh. that is tea.